Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. Welcome everyone to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast. I am your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, and I am just, just feeling it right now. I just came off a bit of a high there with that last song. My guest Paige Royal picked some very fun songs. And then that last one just blew me away. Um, like my whole, all my skin started to get all tingly. I was goosebumpy all over the place. Great lyrics, great song, lots of power there. Um, it's called I'm a Badass Woman, which right is <laughs> like, I, I want it to be my theme song. So thank you. Thank you, Paige, for um, sharing that with me and kind of giving me the space to have that moment because it was awesome and more dance parties all the time that's, that's where, right that's where I'm at <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me I I'm very excited you know with everything that's transpired I mean we were online before uh, our paths had crossed digitally I think in the past in different ways and um, but not until, you know, I think for a lot of us, we still start to turn our attention to the value that can be gained from some of our digital relationships. And mm -hmm. I'm really, really excited that you and I have connected sort of on a deeper level and had more conversations that, you know, Zoom is our friend. And, and I'm really, really excited to have you here with us today and to share your story. I mean, I've mentioned this before. I only attract people who have some hot mess within them. And <laughs> your story really, really blew me away, really inspired me. And I know that for so many people who are tuning in, um, there's a lot of greatness uh, through that, that I have tuned into through your journey. So I'm really excited to hear about what brought you to this place. And so officially, um, Paige is a mindset and confidence coach for highly motivated entrepreneurs and people who feel like stuck, like they're, they're not enough. And as a result, are not able to do what they love and feel like they're having the impact on the world that they desire. And I, I think that for, especially for me as a still sort of a budding entrepreneur, you run up against so many blocks that you didn't even know you had. And, um, and what a great gift that you bring to your clients and to your community to be able to help them to bust through that bullshit. So awesome. Yeah. So excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me. Honestly. Yeah. It's such a pleasure to be on here with you, Dion. You're awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so, so Paige, let's get into it. Tell me about what happened? Like, because you had a thriving business, a business that was not related to coaching. It was completely different. It had something to do with the stuff that's behind you, which if you're not watching, they're bicycles. Um, <laughs> and, and then you shifted gears and why, like what happened there? Tell us about that non-linear path that you my took. My non-linear path, yeah. That path that people think success is a straight line and it is not. It is not. <laughs> yeah, I 
Well, um, yeah, I started a business back in 2000 and I guess 13 or 14 that was focused on, I was a cycling coach for women. Uh, that's how it, how it went. And so I was doing that locally uh, with rides in person um, and doing clinics and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I was growing that and the nutrition piece as well, because I'm a nutritionist as well. And I was growing that. And then life happened. Um, you know, I was really struggling, um, you know, with my mind and just that relationship I had with myself, which I would not name that the way it was then, but I just had a lot of inner turmoil and a lot of negative self-talk and self-doubt and all those kinds of things in my business. I felt very insecure at that time and things just kind of got worse and worse and worse. And I was working at the same time as I was building this business. And so I was commuting three hours a day to a corporate job because I worked in uh, corporate law for many, many years, over 20 years. And I just got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. I knew something inside me, there was something more for me inside. And I was not anywhere near financially ready to quit my job and I did it anyway. So <laughs> I kept, <laughs> so I was sort of in this life where I had been asking people for advice and opinions and what they thought, trying to do what society and you know, culturally what we're supposed to do. Like after we get out of school, we get a job, get a house, get married, have kids, whatever. I've done things kind of, I tried to do that. Uh, it didn't work out so well for me, um, <laughs> which it was meant to happen that way. Um, but yeah, so I, I ended up quitting my job and uh, I tried to keep the lifestyle that I had had decided upon or, you know, based on what my family thought was, would be the right thing for me. And I couldn't hang on to it anymore. I was just, my business was not sustainable the way it was. And, uh, my expenses were just too much. So I ended up, I, I don't know, I say I lost everything, but I don't really feel that I lost everything, even though at the time I felt like I was really disappointing people in my life, like that I, couldn't get it, you know, here I was in my late thirties and just couldn't get my shit together. Right. And, and the route that I was going, people that I really loved in my life didn't understand, you know, they couldn't see a future with that, you know, being able to make money doing that. And so I felt very isolated and alone. And so I had to, um, I ended up having to sell everything I owned. So I sold everything um, and luckily for me, you know, so what's happening now and like a lot of people are in this position right now, you know, that happened to me, you know, a few years ago. Mm. And, um, and so I had to really, I don't know, sold everything, decided, paid off all of my debt. Cause I just couldn't, I was just going in further and further and I just couldn't, it was just too stressful for me to be able to keep it going. Um, and so I sold everything, bought a van and a teardrop trailer, and I took off. Um, <laughs> I took off to the States because yeah. I was like, I just don't want to do winter this year. And, you know, I was in a good position and I thought, you know, I'm going to go and figure some shit out. And uh, <laughs> that's when my friend sent me, you know, this email or message. And she's like, you need to, you got to go to this training 
be in Phoenix, Arizona on December 8th. And I said, okay. And that was the beginning. <laughs> what do I have to lose? Just so happened. It's amazing how the universe aligns because it just so happened that one of my clients, you know, her parents, you know, lived there like about 20 minutes away from the event. So I stayed with them and, you know, I mean, it's just, it's so amazing what happens when you actually jump, right? It's just right. really freaking scary before you do it and while you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the, if you don't have a habit of trusting, right, it, it's, yeah. there's that a, a extra layer of fuck, right? Oh yeah. And I mean, oh, gosh. you know, we, we learn from jumping and jumping and jumping that because of who we are and what we've built, it, things will work out. And I mean, I, I can see that when we don't have a habit of noticing how we're building constantly and how we're gaining and the skills that we're acquiring, we can lose sight of the fact that, you know, we, we will land on our feet. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wowed and inspired that, you know, like you were leap, leap, leap. I'm in a trailer. I'm leaping like that. Yeah. <laughs> I had never go. towed before, never backed one up. And I was just like pulled into the first campground. And I said to the guy, I need you to teach me a few things. <laughs> he was like, okay. How, how kind, how kind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I, and I remember back, you know, when I was making those huge changes, I, as a lot of us, you know, who have made those changes that it was so scary like it was viscerally like affected me, like the stress levels, like I lost the sight in one of my eyes at the time. No one could explain it. Just asked me if I was under a lot of stress because I went to like top ophthalmologists, you know, uh, to figure out what was going on. So you and, mean like when you were yeah. still in, before you sold out, like when before I, you sold your belongings and, or was no, that? Was, it was when I quit oh, my yeah. job. Like, yeah. yeah. Cause I, I, you know, I had worked my entire life, um, for someone and I had a steady paycheck my entire, my entire life. And so to like, to give that up and just jump and someone said the net will appear. And I was like, well, I sure as hell hope so. And I did it anyway. And I think back like how brave, you know, I mean, truly, um, so for anyone who's done it or thinking about doing it, you know, it's a really brave thing to do. Um, but what I can say is that it does all work out and, and it gives, yeah. We were, we were chatting before we hit record about, you know, what would you want to tell like your past self kind of thing? Like, oh. what would you tell? Right. And you had mentioned that, you know, in, instead of working on all of like the businessy things, the, like the, the grind stuff for your business that, ideally you want someone to be present to help you with the mindset work. And I was thinking about that and I'm like, you know, when I was in it, in the pit, mm -hmm. you couldn't have told me that. Right. right. And, and so for the, the people who are listening, who are, you know, like Paige and part of your story of like, you, you, you're leaping, whether some, you feel like you're being shoved off the cliff or you're jumping intentionally. Um, it's okay to feel like you can't, get to where people think you should get, right? Like in your mm -hmm. mind, it's okay that, um, and it's very normal to be shitting yourself because it's <laughs> fucking scary. Even yes. though you may logically be like, yep, I saw that person do it, saw that person do it. And, and they keep telling me it's gonna be okay. They keep telling me this fucking net's gonna appear. 
and it doesn't change the fact that I want like my stomach's coming out through my throat. Um, so I, tell me more about that. Tell me about how you worked through that. Was it the travel? Was it the, the movement? I mean, you ended up in Phoenix and I'm going to guess that that was a bit of a turning point in your evolution. Yeah. Um, but like, what was that like to be <clears throat> inside that experience, but then still choosing to like literally leap every day. I'm going to go over here, I'm going to travel over here. I'm going to talk to this person. I'm going <laughs> to going back to what we were talking about. I'm going to not carry a gun no, and I'm going to do all the things that <laughs> like, you know, I'm just going to be a rebel and like live my life. But it, would you say there was a running aspect or were you like, were you running away or did you feel mm. like you were running too? Hmm. That's a good question. I've done this many times in my life. So this is something, this was a pattern, you mm. know, um, I did it when I was younger in my twenties, I sold everything and I, you know, it was fine that time. It wasn't like I was losing everything, <laughs> you know, um, I sold everything and moved overseas for a couple of years. So I've done things that I've always been that woman who's done things to push myself out of my comfort zone and, I don't know why I did that. I think it was the thrill of seeing if I, you know, knowing that I could do it, but I wanted to like see if I could do it. And now like looking back on it, on all the things, you know, because I, I did it, you know, I went traveling in Central America and was in Guatemala and different places to learn Spanish for four months between jobs when I quit, you know, out West to move across the country to back to Ontario, you know, cause I lived in BC for a number of years. And so there's this theme. So I don't necessarily know that it was running. It was really like finding, mm. it was kind of like a finding myself mission, like, you know, just doing something adventurous, something that I just realized, you know, over the last, you know, month or so, month and a half, I didn't realize how much fun and adventure was like a part of my DNA, like mm. that it actually is hundred <laughs> percent necessary for me to have that. So it's almost like, I would like cage it all up for like a number of years, working, 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 saving, you know, whatever. And then I'd have to unleash the dragon, you know, I'm like, I need to change stuff up, you know? And so it was yeah. like, I, I would just take the cards, throw them in the air and then let them fall. This last time was the, was I suppose it was part choice, part force, you know, I didn't have a choice anymore. Like I, I, the money was gone, you know, and I didn't, I didn't have a choice, but I knew I needed a break because when I was in what I call that pressure cooker, it was like, it was so much, like I wanted to press a pause button. I remember thinking if I could just press, I mean, there was worse things that I thought as well, but like pressing the pause button just to give me a second to breathe. And so I knew that after I sold everything, I just knew I had to take a time out and I had to do something that I loved. And I knew that I loved adventure and I love having fun. And I love pushing the envelope and pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I've always been kind of driven that way. And people thought I was crazy. <laughs> you've never towed, you've never towed before and you're going to tow in the States and drive to, because, you know, everyone has all these different fears. and I just didn't have those fears. <laughs> I just was like, oh, I'll just figure it out. You know? Um, yeah. So, um, so you, 
you ended up in Phoenix and you took some training mm -hmm. and then, yeah. and then where, what were sort of the dominoes after that? Cause I feel like that was a big one that you, once you push that over, like doors open, windows opened, I don't call it whatever you want, but stuff started to unfold for you. Yeah. Yes. So that was a very pivotal moment, you know, where I learned just different ways of speaking and um, just how we think. And so that was very transformational for me. And then I had some other experiences where I met this randomly met this coach through a friend and then ended up climbing up this 35 foot pole and jumping off of it. You know, like there was a lot of fear conquering, you know, on this trip. Um, and then I came back and I was like, I, I knew that I had, I, I was going to still work on the cycling and nutrition part of my business, right? I'm going to grow this thing. And so I came back and I did a lot of work while I was on the road, right? And it started to really blow up. Mm -hmm. And um, so I ended up getting, I, you know, I had a group of women, I think it got up to like 35 people between coaches and women, uh, taking them riding. And what I learned through that process, you know, you learn as you go, because it was all very much about building my business, this, mm. this whole experience. And then, so when I came back, I built it and I grew it. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I don't like working this way. Mm. You know, I, it got too big for me. I realized, okay, I really, as much as I was afraid of doing one-to-one -one work, <laughs> I enjoyed it so much more uh, and small groups. And I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't gone that route. So then I thought, you know something, I'm going to go to this training again, because they did one in Toronto. And I, and I might go, go and take it to the next level with this, with this transformational kind of coaching mm -hmm. and see what I can do. Cause I had, you know, well, that's later, but yeah, so I, so that's what I did. I took the training again, and then I signed up for the, the, the next level training. And that's what kind of brought me to last, not this past summer, but the summer before where there was a transition that was going to happen between cycling and nutrition into this more mindset sort of transformational coaching. Mm. Yeah. So it was all a process. I, and I, I can appreciate that, you know, we don't live, our lives aren't lived in bubbles of time, right? So you, you know, your, your world of cycling and nutrition coaching isn't independent of the next stage or the next stage, right? Everything sort of morphs and, and blends. And I really feel, um, and I, I know that you, you know this, I mean, your body is one and your body and your brain, they're all attached. And, um, you know, and I've said this before, I'm sure I'll say it on many more podcasts, but we are one thing. It isn't, my body does these things while my brain is somewhere else or vice versa, mm -hmm. or, you know, depending on your level of stuckness and connection to your body, you know, for me, it was like a meat suit that carried my brain around because my brain was the only thing that mattered. And yet, so for me on my journey is going mindset to more embodiment work, whereas it's for you, you know, you were connected and, and, and energized by that movement and those pieces. And I'm mm -hmm. not surprised that, you know, fun and adventure is linked to travel, like movement, literally like <laughs> change my space on this planet. Um, and then from there, open the door to that connective 
piece that you used your body to connect to your mind. Um, very powerful stuff. And so I know that you are a mindset coach, but that doesn't take away from all the knowledge and insights and value that you bring through your cycling and nutrition business. Because again, this is one person. So from a client perspective, what a, what a great trifecta of, yeah. of, of value that you, that you bring um, to that conversation with those, as you put those pieces together. I mean, the order in which we build the puzzle doesn't fucking matter as long as we build it. <laughs> And, right. and, and I love the energy that you bring. I love the passion that you have. I love the fact that, um, just the other day I saw a sign for your business made out of bike chains, which was gorgeous. And, <laughs> and so that's, it's not like it's gone. It's just where you choose to put your attention so that you can, you know, pull people in that would pull me in. You want to work with my brain? Great. Work with my brain. And then, oh, wait, you're going to also get me to move my body around. That sounds nice. And then I'm going to do that. Right. And um, so it just, it speaks to me. So, yeah, you know, I knew there was a variety of reasons why I thought you were awesome. And, and now I'm listening and I'm thinking about how that's all playing out. I'm like, oh, there it is. Dot, dot, dot. And it was teaching me, right? Because when I was doing the cycling and nutrition, I was noticing like the mindset stuff. And I was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> huh. And it just kept coming up again and again. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to start calling myself a mindset coach, but I got to figure out how to work with this thing, you know, right. and yeah. how to change people's mindset. So it's been, it was kind of, people taught, taught me what was next, you know, it was like, okay, this is what you need to do. People need this. Right. So. <laughs> and your story is, is so powerful and although very unique. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and it, ins- it, it, it makes me think about so many different aspects of sort of the the female experience now in the world you know smash the patriarchy do all the things um and so it it's unique to you but like i said like there's so many pieces where i'm like oh that's that's just a unifying point and it really you know i think you nailed something when you said that uh, yes you sold all the things and and had to do what you had to do but the you literally had to break up and, and break away from life as you knew it, including all of the people. And that is oh. very isolating. And it is the most common feature of, for those of us who are trying to move towards something that we have no idea how to get to, right? So it's like, I might be able to see the light, but the path is not lit. And, yeah. um, and so as a result, you can't see the support because it's still, it's in, it too is in the darkness. And, yeah. and we're, you know, we can and we do turn back often because it feels like I can see that I can I know what it is and it's safe even though it sucks. Um, but you took that leap and you mm-hmm. and you pulled yourself away and you were willing to be alone. And I think and I'm I'm wondering when you accept that. How long before the people started to show up? How long before the 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 light? the people who were going to guide you and support you on that path? How long before they started to show up in your life? Well, that first training that I went to, so they started there Mm. and they started before, right? Like I had a friend who got it, you know, and she was on this, she wasn't, she wasn't doing the work for the same reasons I was. 
obviously we're all on our own path. Right. <laughs> but she definitely was one of the ones that guided me. And I, you know, I, you know, she stuck with me through the times when I was really fighting for my excuses and fighting to stay stuck. It's just mm -hmm. such a common thing. And I didn't realize that I was doing it, but I would come up with all the reasons of why I couldn't do something and why something wouldn't work. And it's just like, man, I was fighting so hard for, you know, just to stay safe and to stay where I was, you know, mm -hmm. because I knew it and I didn't know what was out there. And so it started before it actually started before that a lot of people had to fall away through the process, which was, you know, family, uh, that sucked. Um, but you know, it's now better, right? I've, you know, family, you know, they just, they want the best for you a lot of the times and they project their fear for you because they can't see how, I mean, if you can't see the path and someone's not on the path that you're on, right. Which is, can be your family or anyone who's not an entrepreneur, right. Will not see the path either. Right. So then they project their fear for you, right. Cause they want you to be safe and whatever. Yeah. And they get, you know, it can really cause a lot of friction there to and the point I, where you, I would mm -hmm. imagine too, that, you know, as you had said, it was, you were working so hard to hold on to oh. what was holding you back. But yep. when you, it, it, it's easier to hold on to what's holding you back when the whole group of people's doing it for you. Right. Like, so when we find ourselves sort of encapsulated by mm -hmm. people who can't see the path or they want the best for us, but that only includes their version of it because that's all we have is our own perspective. And we, yeah. we can't know what we don't know. And it gets easier to stay stuck in the excuses because they're all using them. They're all with you. And oh, yeah. it, right. And I mean, that's, that's true for, for all things. We tend to feel more comfortable with people who share the same model of the world with us. And yeah. as a result, we can start to believe that that's what the world really looks like. And then when we start to shift outwardly, get outside our little box, call it whatever you want, yeah. move out of the town, get in the truck and drive away. Um, then the model of the world starts to explode, but you're the only one seeing it. <laughs> and, yeah. and so I can, I, I can totally relate to that challenging space of like, I see it. And this is, I know this it's, you know, go with the devil, you know, instead of the devil, you don't. Um, yeah. But what a gift that, that woman who was in your life, your friend who was like, yeah, no, just come on. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Turn back, turn, turn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Super grateful for her, you know? Um, Cause when I was stuck, that would have been tough to listen to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Knowing, you know, but she could see potential, right? So she could see the potential. She didn't know what that looked like, but that there was more there, you know, and uh, certainly pushed me. And then that, you know, then people started, then when I started doing the work and I had massive shifts, probably about 18 months ago, starting, you know, three years ago, but 18 months ago, you know, really big, um, you know, I, that's when things really started to, to blossom and open up and amazing people started coming into my life. And then, um, 
when people started to see me being successful, you know, and that I, I was on my game and they could see the path and they, you know, they were able to see the path without me saying it. It was just, I needed to lead by example and just keep doing me. Yeah. And, and just keep saying yes to me. Right. Not worry about, cause I, when I did the work, I no longer needed other people's opinions. I no longer needed any of that. I don't have to ask anybody. I know within myself, what's my next right move. Yeah. Right. And now I just need people to just like, how, how do I, how do I execute this? Right. You know, and um, you know, if I don't know already, but you know, nine times when you're doing something new, you don't know, right. You, right. you know, and it's a lot, <laughs> it's a hell of a lot easier when you have someone to help you guide you. Right. Yeah. And uh, then what ended up happening was, you know, even just as early as three weeks ago, like after we talked that, you know, um, I had, you know, my brother said how, you know, that what I did was really brave. And so he saw it, right. And then, you know, a few months ago, I guess it was back in the spring, early spring before, you know, the whole pandemic hit and whatever, you know, my, my mom said, you know, I'm really proud of you after us not really having a relationship for a few years. And, uh, so things have really evolved that way where now that I've have my stuff handled, my emotions handled, and I'm, I'm good with myself. Like I love myself. I can truly say that. And when I say I'm happy, I really, really mean it. Whereas before I used to say it just because it was the thing to say only what I was saying outside myself didn't match what was going on inside myself. It was total chaos. right? Right. And so now that I'm in this place, it's allowed those relationships to come back into my life, but in a very different way, because I'm very different now. The things that used to fire me up just no longer fire me up anymore. And uh, I mean, the greatest gift, it's the greatest gift for me is like to watch that whole, like just to look back at all of that. And I wouldn't change anything, wouldn't Mm -hmm. change anything. You know, because even though there was some things that, you know, we haven't talked about here, but like that, you know, I wouldn't want anyone to go through. Um, I wouldn't change any of it because it, it, I'm, I've become this well-rounded person that people can come to, you know, Mm -hmm. without judgment, you know, because I think that that's the most powerful thing that we can do in our jobs, you know, is to, is that peace. And um, it gives me chills, right? Because that's what I would have wanted most as well. And just to be heard and understood, you know, for where I was at. And I, yeah, I just would not, if I changed anything, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. Right. There's so much value, um, not just the work that we do, but anybody who is willing to stand with hold space for another person. Mm. Uh, There's so much value in our wisdom that has come from those experiences of falling flat on our fucking faces. And, um, and then the journey to rise up. And um, I, I believe that it's because of those things that you have gone through that I have gone through that we can then see that potential. So I know nothing about the friend, but she saw in you what you could not see, which lends me to believe that she too had fallen and has been through that part Mm. of the, there's potential, there's potential there. And Mm. I, because I'm sure, you know, through your training, you can't see what you don't already have. 
right? That's so right. because that we have these experiences, because you have this knowledge, this, that, that visceral embodied knowledge of mm-hmm. having gone through these pieces of life, that you are more attuned to be able to pinpoint it in others and be with them through that process. So you can not only see it, you also have the tools to help them get from A to B, C, D, whatever letter they want. Um, Yeah. Just so, so powerful and, and so great. And, and I just want to invite all of the women like us into this fold Mm -hmm. because it's because it's through this sort of heightened and expansive voice that we share that we have the greatest impact um, Mm -hmm. on, you know, the the planet on the other humans in our world um, and it's it through the, our, our sort of shared experiences that we can that we can truly show up and and help and and create that impact so yeah thank you. I'm I'm excited to hear what's going on now because I mean <laughs> yes you've you've flipped into the mindset coach world by title I think in my vision you had been working through that for a, a while and even as a a cycle coach, I imagine that some of those conversations with some of your clients kind of turned coachy um, <laughs> and, and led themselves to being transformational. Uh, so what is on the horizon? What's, what do you, what's percolating? What's happening for you now in the world? Yeah, well, right now I've just been, you know, helping people. I do these um, powerful conversations with people that I offer them. And that has been, that has been really neat experience. I've done about 42 of them right now, these powerful conversations. And so, yeah, I, I, you know, invite, invite people, not really invite whether they choose to, you know, Um, I put it out, I put it (laughs) out there and they get to do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I've been doing those and those have, you know, really taught me a lot and all, you know, obviously helped help them a lot as well right Uh, overcome some blocks and uh, I because of everything that I've gone through as well I you know do I'm into boundaries Mm -hmm. a boundaries badass yeah (laughs) Um, you know because you know when we're in business you know our life I was just talking about this and just saying how business is personal you know, anyone who tells you that it's not, it's just, it can't not be because you put your blood, sweat and tears into it truly. And so, but boundaries isn't, you know, there's boundaries in your business, right. That are in your business with your clients. There's boundaries necessary there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and learned the hard way. Then I learned not the hard way. I just learned, you know, all through cycling, the, all that whole thing, those boundaries. And then there's boundaries outside, like the external people, that you have to have as you're building a business as well. Right. Mm. And just those conversations that have to happen and just looking at your goals and looking at all the areas of your life. Right. And a lot of the times we forget that, you know, we know that there's other people to take into consideration and we just don't know how to have the conversation or, you know, can be like there could be some tension or whatever. So I love, love, love teaching. That's a big part of, you know, what I do. And so I'm doing a course on that, right. A masterclass on that coming up. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I just, and then obviously coaching. <laughs> and your work on boundaries. Um, I've been really attuned to it. So you, you had done like a 
five-day Facebook lives of boundaries with the fun little sparkly filters. And I remember this vividly and it was like a while ago. Um, <clears throat> because I was like super tuned in. I very rarely follow multiple things of people's live versions. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to share this again tomorrow. That's gone out of my head. But I was like, no, I got to tune into Paige. She's going to tell me about another boundary. I was just fascinated, um, partly because I didn't know what a boundary was just a few short years ago I didn't know that they existed that they I was allowed to have them that it was a thing and so now I'm just like uh, as much information as I can soak in partly because then I get to share that with my clients and that's a bonus but a lot for myself because I still think that as we evolve um, Mm -hmm. our boundaries need to evolve because new things are coming into play all the time and as I was saying before um, everything happens as soon as it can. So my understanding of boundaries has happened in its own way. And when you define those five different kinds, I was like, oh, that's fucking fascinating. And I just wanted to soak that in. So um, I'm like, I'm very interested in your oh, perspective you. and, and yeah. how you share that. And I can see, again, just knowing what I know from your journey, how valuable, now that I know what they are, how valuable boundaries um, when they didn't exist, what that was like. And then when you installed them and, and then live through them, um, the shifts that can happen as a result. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause the boundaries that I was setting pre knowing how to set boundaries were boundaries with my own self without a conversation with the other person. And then I'd get pissed because I'd be like, how do they not not? know? Like, this is like, this is common sense, you know, (laughs) the defining statement of my life, right? Like, the people in my world, me included, everything. Let's talk about, we're not going to talk about masks, but like, that's the one thing that comes, how do they not know? Because they don't. This, that's how. They yeah. don't know because they don't, because they never said it, or it's not yeah. even part of their world. And if it's not part of their world, that means they can't see it. If they can't see it, they can't know it. Like, it's just a thing, right? But I, yeah. that statement, I can't unhear it. And now I hear it, like, someone's going to say it across the street. I'm going to hear it because yeah. I'm so, so attuned to this whole, like, because that was me living in resentment land. I was just like, how do they not know that that is so important to me? And how do they not know that I just cleaned the floor and it took me fucking love? Well, I had like, it's just like my, it was my, my anti-mantra, I guess, if you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so if you hear yourself now, person listening to this podcast, take a listen. And if you hear yourself saying, how do they not know? It's just common sense. Call one of us. Probably Paige. (laughs) She really knows what she's doing in relation to boundaries. Okay. All right. This is is the, I'm like, I could fucking talk about boundaries all day because I want to know so much more. I want to feel like I'm really good at them. That's because I think that's, I'm just like, I get it. I can, and I can see it in others and I can support and guide and be like, here's the things. And and I, it's still, I'm like, oh, I'm still a work in progress there because yeah. I still get into resentment land and go, oh, how did I get here? What did I not boundary? What did, what did I miss? Yeah. <laughs> so that's another conversation for you and I that will be fun and fascinating. Um, <laughs> yes. So this is, I mean, I, I, I do ask this of, of my guests because I'm just so proud and so honored to have so many brilliant, brave women join me on this podcast. And I know that the people, the women who are listening, um, 
there's there's so many nuggets and so many pieces uh, that we've shared. Um, but I, I want them to be able to walk away with something tangible, something they can be like, yeah, that was a good one. Um, that, that speaks to me, that makes sense to me. So what would you say is maybe one snippet, piece of advice, gold nugget of wisdom that you would share with a woman who's kind of like in that space, she's either on the cliff, about to leap or at a turning point or what would you offer? There's two things. One came up, but maybe I won't share that one. Um, that the one, well, <laughs> okay. yeah, because it's kind of not kind of not for that point. Um, you know, I think oh, looking back um, at that time, I was really focused on on building my business, right? Um, and this was my story, right? I was really focused on something that I was building. And I put my, all my time and energy on the intricacies of what, how that was going to happen. So on the marketing, on the social media, on the emails and, you know, all those, what am I going to say? The copy, all the website and all that stuff. And if I was to, and you'll hear so many coaches say this and, and, you know, you'll hear it when you're ready to hear it. So I'll say it again, <laughs> you know, it, it really is. Your mindset is at the root of if you're building a business or you're building something, you're in your career, you're building your career, whatever it is, your mindset really is the foundational piece of that. It really and truly is. And so if you can get your mind and your, your, your mind on board with what you're doing consciously out there in the world, it is the greatest gift and working. Um, it's the thing that I would have done if I was to do anything differently, which I would not, because it wouldn't bring me here. But if I was to give advice, I would be like, work on that piece, get rid of the blocks and drop the bags that you're carrying, you know, through your whole life, all these beliefs that you have about yourself, like not being worthy or not being enough or not being smart enough or not being good enough and dropping those bags, then moving forward. And yes, that is possible. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's because people think it's not believable. And I was just talking to a girl yesterday and we had worked together for, you know, doing one of these powerful conversations a week ago. And she said to me, everybody needs to do this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like every, you know, and it's, so it's like working with someone like myself or you, Dion, you know, whoever, you know, it's all about people's stories and resonating. Right. I guess that kind of segues into what I have to say. What I was thinking before in our conversation is that, you know, if you are a woman in business, and you are moving along. What I did in the beginning as well was I was comparing myself to everyone. And I thought mm -hmm. the rug could get pulled out from underneath me. And I was, you know, not as good as this person and whatever. And what I could say about that is that there are enough people in the world for everyone. And there are not enough people doing what we do. Yeah. So your unique gifts are powerful and they need to get out there they need to be birthed and born and so you're in that place where you're taking the leap 
gives me shivers saying this, just know that if you have a deep knowing in yourself that you're meant for more than that corporate job or that retail job or whatever it is that you're doing, that's not lighting you up, take the leap because people need what you have and you have your own story. My story and Dion's story is just one of many. And your story and what you've been through in your life is going to help other people. And that is the most powerful thing ever. And so when I look at other coaches, because we are similar, you know, ish, you know, sort of, but we have different (laughs) stories. And, and, and so that's why I feel truly believe that there's someone for everyone. And so I feel like people can get, can let that stop them. Like my story is not powerful. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. 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 Comparisonitis can kill your dreams. (laughs) So that is a brilliant, brilliant point. And, and so important for all the women, it doesn't matter what you're going to step into, whether it's a career thing or a life thing or a family, it doesn't matter. Um, Just knowing that what you have to bring to the table matters and is important. And it's going to make a difference in some capacity. Um, we are all here for that purpose to, to create that ripple effect. And um, the person beside you is creating their own ripple. doesn't matter what it looks like. So awesome. Right. Thank you, Paige. Thank you so much. <sighs> I am so, so grateful to have had you here today. And uh, I'll be absolutely. And I'll be sure to share a link on how to learn more about boundaries um, in the show notes for all everybody, because um, we all need that kind of constant reinforced information. (laughs) Uh, So thank you. Thank you. And um, so for anybody who is listening, if you're interested in being part of the podcast conversation and to share your thoughts about this episode, then hop on over to the Awesomeness Academy at uh, theawesomenessacademy.com and jump on the podcast chat and uh, let me know what you think. So thank you. And we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thank you, Dion. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.